Hi, hello, welcome to Spirit Led Women. I'm your host, Katie Coverline, and I hope after today's episode, you are so freaking inspired, girl, and on fire to go build your business and your life with the Holy Spirit as the foundation. Let's dive right in. Good morning and happy Monday. I'm so hyped right now because y'all, I'm bringing, I'm bringing the Bible into my podcast. Um, I am finishing up a 12-week Bible study about Ruth and Esther. And can we just like stop for a moment and say like, y'all, these were two powerhouse women in the Bible and we can learn so much of, you know, their hearts and their character and just so many things that they did thousands of years ago and being able to apply that in our life. And like, I don't know about you, but like my goal in life is to not be, um, a social media pop star and be, um, viewed amazing by the world. Like my goal here is to impact and lead and love just like Jesus would want me to. So I'm going to share some different things and I really encourage you, um, if you do not have a Bible, um, you know, go to your library and get one. And Ruth is literally y'all, it's like four chapters. It's so easy to read. And, um, I'm so excited. So we're going to dive right into it. And my notebook just folded in half. So let's find where my notes are. Okay. So I want to talk about Ruth and Esther. So I'm going to give you a little, uh, two minute background history on both of them, because, you know, when you go in depth with these studies and you learn like, Oh my gosh, like Ruth was a hustler, y'all. Like, she was humble. She was, you know, bold. And, you know, just being able to apply that to our life today. And Esther, whoo, Esther, she was, um, she was something else. And I'm going to dive into her secondly, but strong faith. That's what I'll say about Esther. But Ruth, um, you know, short story, a couple things I learned from this that I jotted down that I want to share with you. And hopefully you can apply this to your life, your marriage, your parenting, your business, especially if you're in network marketing, girl, feel you let's, let's tackle some of those things. Um, you know, I wrote thing, I wrote down that good things can follow you when you're brave enough to walk down the unknown path. Like y'all, Ruth left her country, okay? Ruth became a widow. She was a foreigner and she went to another country because of, you know, being loyal to her mission, being loyal to the woman who needed her, which was her mother-in-law. And, you know, long story short, she, um, she lost her husband, okay? So she traveled from this unknown country. And, you know, back then, like when you were a widow and a foreigner, like, people didn't really want you coming around. Okay. Like you needed to stay in your place. And she went to this country and ended up marrying Boaz, who was the richest man of the land. Okay. And not only was he rich, but he wasn't greedy. He wasn't a bad person. His, his, you know, riches didn't control his life. He was, you know, over and over again, the Bible says like Boaz was a man of noble character and she ended up marrying the richest man. And, you know, her, her faithfulness, led her from poverty to abundance. Um, So, you know, with loss, I think that too, like, you know, she lost her husband. And sometimes like when life hits us, life happens, you know, we sit in depression. You know, we sit in that, 
that anger and just like, God, why is this happening? And, you know, Ruth chose to endure her pain and her loss. And she, she, you know, she had that happen. But, you know, I think the more power we give our pain, the more that it has over us. Okay. Let me tell you that again. The more power we give to our pain, the more it has power over us. And when life happens, when un, you know, expected debt comes, when loss or, you know, just something so unexpected happens in your life, like you have two choices. It's either sit here, be angry. You don't want to deal with it. You're bitter. Or you say, you know what? Maybe I can use this for the good. Maybe I can do something good with this. Maybe I can show up and lead better or, you know, be a better example for whatever that is for you that happened. I want you to ask how that dark season can make you come out stronger and better. And you can be able to grab someone else's hand six months from now and say, sis, I got you. I just went through that. Let me hold your hand and I'll show you how I got through it. You know, I think God blesses us in handfuls when we do good to others. And, you know, when we pray, when we pray and, and God like shows us signs to step out in faith, we don't want to do it, y'all. Isn't it so funny how we pray for signs and then he sends us a sign and you're like, mm, maybe that's not it. Another sign, mm, maybe that's not it. You know, and I know for me at one point that was God saying, Katie, I need you to walk away from something that pays your bills. You don't have another income, but I need you to walk away from this. I know that you're comfortable. I know that, you know, you have a monthly income coming in every month, but Katie, I can see your heart and I know you're not there. I know you're checked out. I know you're not happy. So I'm going to share this other opportunity with you. Like God shifted me and Lord, I didn't want to like, I was so comfortable. I was so comfortable. Was I unhappy and was I unfulfilled? Yes. Yes. But I was comfortable. And you know, when I listened to that calling, you know, it's been a wild ride, but he took care of me. He said, Katie, got you. Like a month in, you know, and that new business took over those bills that I was scared that I wasn't going to be able to pay. And I want you to think about, you know, where has God asked you to go? Where has he asked you to go in an unknown path that was scary? Maybe that was serving at your church. Maybe that was, you know, showing up and doing something different in your marriage or whatever path he's asking you to take. Would you just listen? When you feel that Holy Spirit over you, you guys, would you just listen? Because that's what Ruth did. And it's it's so funny too, because at the very beginning of Ruth, there was three women. Naomi was the first one. And Naomi had two daughter-in-laws, okay? Which was Ruth and Orpah. So here's Naomi. She has her two daughter-in-laws, Ruth and Orpah. Y'all, all three of them lost their husbands. So Naomi not only lost her husband, but she lost her two sons because her two sons were married to Ruth and Orpah. And here's, here's where I'm talking about stepping out in faith. Naomi, which was the mother-in-law, I hope you're following along. You're not like, gosh, this is so many names. Um, she ended up traveling to this other country because there was a, um, I forget what it was called, but there was no food where they was, where they were at. And they had to travel to this other country, which had harvest and grain and food. And Ruth said, you know what? I will come with you. I am a foreigner and I'm a widow and I don't know what this is going to be like, but Naomi, you are my people. I will come with you. Orpah was like, y'all like, nah, I ain't going to an unknown foreign land. I'm not going to travel and go somewhere where people aren't going to like me. I'm going to stay comfortable. Like y'all can go. 
Y'all, we never hear about Orpa again. Like, hashtag buy Orpa. Like, we don't hear from you again, boo, because you weren't willing to be loyal to your mission and your people. And you just stepped back and you shrunk back in fear. Versus, y'all, Ruth, here's a whole chapter about Ruth. She ended up being a descendant of how Jesus Christ was born. Like, there's so much power to Ruth. And one thing I learned from this chapter is, y'all, like, hear me out on this. Ruth relied on God to provide. She did not rely on people. She did not rely on money. She relied on God and she was a hustler. And back then, like it was either, you know, like sell your body, like you could be a prostitute and make money or you could marry a man. Ruth was like, I'm not about to do either of those. You know what Ruth did when she got to her new country? She literally went out and gleaned, okay? Which gleaning means out, like it was hard work. Like it was where they picked all the harvest and the crops. Ruth went out and gleaned from sun up to sun down to provide. Like she wasn't afraid of hard work. And like that inspires us because I feel like in today's world, we're so entitled to all these things. And it's like, Ruth didn't feel entitled to be seen, heard, or loved. She got to this new country. She's like, y'all, show me how to glean. I'm ready to work from sun up to sun down because I need to provide for myself. And I need to provide for my mother-in-law who came, you know, who I came here with. Um, And I think that just speaks volume of like, what's the easy way out? The easy way out for Ruth would have been, you know what? I'm going to go find me a man who can take care of me. You know what? I'm going to go fall back in prostitution. Those were the easy way routes, right? How much in our life do we fall back to things that are easy and comfortable versus the hard work that can, you know, lead to bigger and greater things. And when she went out there to glean, Y'all guess who she met? She met Boaz, the richest man of the land who owned that farm, okay? And Boaz came up to her and he was like, Ruth, you know, like, I know who you are. I know that you came here with good intentions and I know that you're taking care of your family. I respect you. I will take care of you. My men will not touch you. You stay here. Let me know if you need anything. And he even asked her to like, come break bread with them break bread. That's how they talked back then. But y'all like Esther, um, we're going to move on to her. Sorry. I need to focus on Ruth. Um, Ruth didn't operate out of fear. She didn't operate out of black. She didn't operate out of insecurity. You know, she was humbled and I'm not going to go into the whole story of Ruth. I encourage you to do that, but just y'all Ruth just went from poverty and being a widow and, you know, being in this horrible place, which could have caused depression and hunger. She dipped out. She said, you know what? I'm going to go to this new country. And she ended up having a son with Boaz, which ended up, like I said, being an ancestor of how Jesus Christ was born. I think 12 generations. But I mean, if there's anything I learned from Esther, it's to just be bold. You know, when she went into that land, I forgot to mention this too. You know, she ended up asking Boaz to marry her. Like what? Girlfriend, like she went and asked the richest man to marry her because Back then, if you lost someone, like a relative would take you in and they ended up being related to Boaz. Like, can we just like stop for a minute and say how God ordained this whole thing for her to go in this country, meet this man who ended up being a relative. And she, she straight up said like, can you take me in? Can you marry me? Like after they got to know each other and things like that. But she just, her faithfulness, this is what I want you to understand. Her faithfulness led her from poverty to abundance. All right, let's move on to Esther. Woo, girl. Esther was, she has strong faith. 
you know, if there's anything I can say about Esther is strong faith. And, you know, isn't it crazy how, like, sometimes we just trust God when things are good. We're like, thank you, God. Like, finances, good. Marriage, good. Parenting, good. Life, good. Then a season happens and we're like, uh, God, what? Why? Like, why are we going through this? Um, you know, the same God of your excellence and your success is the same God of your struggle. Okay. Um, and I can relate this so much to our business where, you know, the story of Esther is wild. Like it's literally like a crazy soap opera. I'm not going to go too much into it because it would be way above your head if you, if you haven't read it. You guys, she risked her life to save a nation. Um, you know, (laughs) there could have been like a Holocaust similar to, to what could have happened. There was like this, this, this thing out to where like all the Jews were going to be killed and Esther ended up risking her life to save all of her people. And she ended up becoming a queen and marrying the king because her beauty won his favor. And, you know, when, when, when we think about how she risked her life to save a nation, how many of y'all won't even risk your pride to build your business? Like, mm, I don't know if I can be vulnerable and share this or post that or do this because like we're too scared of like what so-and-so is going to think. It's like, really y'all? Like Esther's out here saving nations and we won't even like move our pride to the side for a second, which could end up like saving someone else from a crazy financial burden, from depression, from anxiety, from a health issue. You know what I mean? Like, am I going a little too deep into that? But she was obedient, unpleasant situations. And what so much Esther is about, you guys, is it talks over and over again how there was these two men, a king and a prince named Haman, and their life was controlled by riches and titles and, you know, like fame and like, oh, look at my big house. Look at all this stuff I have. And inside they were so unfulfilled. Inside there was so much lack of a relationship with God and so much wickedness happened because of their evil hearts. They had no relationship with the Lord, but they had all the riches in the world. And you know, Proverbs eleven thirty four or 11, 11, 4 talks about riches don't provide security. A relationship with the Lord does. And that's what Esther shows us so much. You know, these two men who completely live by power and money and titles and lust, it controlled that whole atmosphere. I mean, it was a king and it was back in like the Persian empire days and his, like that whole nation was controlled by so many things that are not okay. And I love too, so much that the Bible, you know, it says, you know, a man who is slow to anger has great understanding. And I want you to think about things that happen in your life when they hit you like, like a bullet, ton of bricks. How quick are you to react? I want you to take a step back and say, you know what? This too shall pass. Whether that's an unexpected debt, whether that's a season of struggle, whether that's something really hard in your marriage, this too shall pass. And you know, Esther teaches us a lot to not let anxiety hinder you. Y'all like being in tough situations where you have to do the right thing versus the easy thing. Did you just hear me? The right thing versus the easy thing, you know, and sometimes when we let that anxiety control us, you guys, it cripples us from dreams. It cripples us from just goals and freedom and financial freedom and living a bigger, better life for our kids and our communities and all these rich, amazing friendships you can have and build. 
But sometimes that anxiety says, mm-mm, girl, shrink back to what's comfortable. You're not ready for that season. You're not ready for that boldness. You can't handle that. So I really encourage you to study Ruth and Esther because, woo, Lord, these women were hustlers. They were humble. They feared God. They used their, their positions to save people, to listen to God and just, you know, it's just so emotional to me how much we can relate us to thousands of years ago, these two women in the Bible who completely saved a nation, you know, both of them. And y'all, that's all I got for today. So I hope you have a good rest of your Monday. And thank you so much for listening for 16 minutes with me and have a good rest of your Monday. Love you guys. Bye-bye.